Hello, true believers. What is going on? It's Matt. It's uh, time to drop another of our Infinity Rewatch episodes, which will drop tomorrow. Uh, but before we do, we got a good reaction from dropping the first one this way, so we're going to do it again. Uh, this is our original Incredible Hulk episode, our first watch. We recorded this in 2015, and uh, yeah. It's kind of crazy, kind of crazy to think back. And here are our 2015 episodes, you know? So I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, it's just kind of fun. This one was interesting. Like I, I said this in the last one, but I, uh, I don't like, I, I did not very deliberately didn't listen to my previous take before I did our Infinity Rewatch episode. And it's always kind of funny to see like, how much my opinion has either changed or like, do I, is it still exactly the same? And it was funny, like hearing my assessment of this movie, uh, from <laughs> like two different decades, a decade apart, almost, uh, my, my, my analysis is very different. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, I'm going to say past me was dumb. New me is better. I try to get better. I try so hard and got so far. But in the end, doesn't even matter. I just hope you guys enjoy this episode from 2015. Me and Jeff talking about a movie from 2008. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. And our guest today uh, from the... Giant-sized team-up network and the From the Helicarrier podcast. We have Charles McFall, Epic Boss McFall. Yeah. Also, uh, soon to be launched, we're we're Ebbett and Klotz and I have already done a pilot on breaking the panel. And I have a teaser to actually send you guys for you to listen to. Sweet, yeah. Um, oh. Well, if you've got that, we can throw it at the end of this episode if you want. Sure, we can do that. Sweet. Um, Sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, uh, as most of you may have heard on the last episode of the podcast, we are covering uh, The Incredible Hulk, 2008's Incredible Hulk today. Uh, just a loose discussion of that movie. Um, Super so loose. The also, loosest. we're not doing any news tonight because currently, as we speak, D23 is happening, and they are doing all kinds of Marvel news that... If we did a new segment, we'd just miss it all. So, we'll, we're going to hit that up Monday or Tuesday this week. That'll be on our next episode. Next episode, <clears throat> which we'll be discussing Iron Man 2. Um, so, let's talk Incredible Hulk, guys. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for 2008. <laughs> if, you get, if you haven't been around for seven years. Not just the movie, but the year. We're going to talk a lot about <laughs> what happened in 2008. If you're not familiar with like presidential election results. <laughs> yes, um, we can turn out to not really so much. <laughs> this oh. is not a political podcast. <laughs> we do not endorse anyone. No Obama. No. I mean, no Obama. Like, let's not talk about it. I don't mean yeah. no Sorry, sorry. <laughs> No Hulk. Hulk 2016. Hulk 2016. I'm going to wave my banner. <laughs> nice. I don't get it. 
Well, speaking of, let's just dive in, man. It's, yeah. uh, there were some very interesting things. I, I'll, if I may, I'd like to lead off. I, I found it interesting to look back at this movie. I didn't actually think it was official MCU. I mean, I knew it was official Marvel. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, because of how early it was, it, you really need to watch that special that they did in the season one of S.H.I.E.L.D. where it was the, the universe of Marvel. or the, I forget what they actually titled it, but they did a documentary on how yes. they almost didn't do Iron man and this and that and the other and it's very interesting to just even conceive of an, a world where marvel thought they'd fail at this oh you yeah know? That it was totally a risk iron yeah. man, especially with iron man um as much as we love iron man now seven years later and i mean those of us who read comic books growing up may have loved iron man but no one knew Iron Man at that point. I mean, it was as far not a as, pop icon. As far as the movie going culture, it was like Marvel's bringing out their B team to lead things. What? Yeah, and, and the Hulk had you know had 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 some very large cultural relevance in like the seventies. Well, they also right? had the movie like five years prior that exactly. was the which, Hulk with Eric Bana, and it was god awful, which failed. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, some people actually liked that version. Um, I wasn't a huge fan, but it it definitely it. Definitely Definitely was a failure um, on the, in the in the box office. Well, and the, it, it showed the standard of what people, what the movie makers thought comics were supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I liked it just because it was the Hulk at the time, and there was no other Hulk stuff <laughs> you didn't out. Know any better? Yeah, sure, sure. Well, yeah, that brings me to the point. Of what I was going to say about this to start off is. It's, it's very interesting to see very much MCU stuff in there. A lot of story, a lot of intrigue, a lot of layers. But at the same time, there's still some pandering. There's still some, well, you know, audiences aren't going to like that. So we have to make it like this. I mean, we this was very much no 70s. Somewhere. Oh, God, but that was awesome. Yeah, Luke yeah, Fernando. Yeah, I like Luke <laughs> Fernando. Um, or the love story in general. I mean, I know that's a big part of the Banner story, but... Well, it, they, they spent way too much lovey googly eyes. The whole the whole movie <laughs> is 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 that. I, I expected the Aerosmith banner to uh, you know kick in at some point. <laughs> Don't want to close my. Yeah, it would have fit right. It fit right? this movie perfectly. It totally would have fit. It totally would have fit. Him Not like, just because Liv Tyler was in it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like <laughs> that's true. Yeah. The Hulk playing with animal crackers on her belly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did that in the cave. That was in the deleted scenes. Yeah, that was a deleted scene. <laughs> Except there's a be... real animal because he's huge. Oh my gosh. If he just least... grabs a deer. <laughs> <laughs> he just traces <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, okay, it's... that's the movie I want to see now. Yeah, yep. that's <laughs> the that's parody. The deleted scene I really would like to see. He has yeah. just like a rabid raccoon. He's oh. like. <laughs> Hulkageddon. Uh, <laughs> Hulkageddon. Uh, but it's very much the 1960s banner. The sad, mopey doctor. Oh, yeah. And just even bring the music in, right? In the first yeah. 20 minutes of the movie. I, I have a thought about this movie now. After rewatching it, I always hated... I didn't like this movie. It's, it's probably the weakest in the MCU to me. And... I, I often said it's because I didn't like Edward Norton very much as the Hulk. I just didn't think this movie... This movie... Did, I wasn't interested. But upon a rewatch, I realized I love this movie. Yeah. Except for Edward Norton and Liv Tyler. <laughs> well, it's because they made the Hulk instead of being anger-driven. It had to do with energy and heart rate. 
Right, they yeah. even do a little, ooh, we're almost kind of sexy scene where it's like, oh, you can't even get excited a little bit? You know, um, <laughs> yeah. but he was tied to his heart rate, right, the whole time. But that's not the Hulk. It's not because Bruce Banner took rage. a jog and he turned into the Hulk. It's because you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Well, for me, though, watching most of the movie, I really enjoyed all of the choices they made. I love the idea of him him sitting with some sort of uh, guy working on breathing control and working on his anger and, and then having yes. the guy like slap the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then when he starts, he's working at a uh, factory fixing like electri- an old electrical box. I love the idea that he's still using his like uh, his intelligence to like get by in this, you know, <laughs> yeah. in this sort but he, of he's like world a area. he's like a biological scientist. He's not a he's not an electrical engineer. That's a valid point. They kind of did that like that but comic book again, thing, third world science country, thing. So where, it's kind of the same thing. No, no, no. They did that. <laughs> no. They did that like comic book and, and movie science thing where it's like, oh, you're a scientist. You know everything about everything. You can fix anything. Yeah, it's it's like when you read uh, quotes from. But that's a real world thing too, though that we do. It's it's like when you read quotes from like Einstein and they're about like ambition or like uh, drive or I like there, there'll be like some sort of quote and it'll be like Einstein said it and you're like but he was a he's a theoretical physicist he doesn't necessarily <laughs> know about human nature like <laughs> he came up with EMC equals MC squared he's not like uh, I don't know the love he's not <laughs> did you ever get that not so fresh feeling Einstein <laughs> No. <laughs> it's like no. It's like any time any sort of celebrity of any type gives yeah. me gives advice on anything that they're not an expert in. <laughs> I just right. always get annoyed. I'm like, but you're an actor. I don't care about politics. You say or like whatever. <laughs> it's like that's not. Uh. Well, in true Marvel style, though, he didn't do it very well. That's fair. He's like, yeah. I can keep it working for a few months. Like Tony well, Stark would I mean, fix it and make it better with true. what he has. Right. That's true. I think again, he was. Um, it was Marvel going. No, we need sixty percent more of us in there, and forty percent of the the trope that Hollywood thinks we need to do. So, yeah. well, yes, they did the comic science thing. Yeah, I think they started sliding in. The, well, no, if you really look closely, we don't really believe in that because he didn't do that great of a job. He was just getting by. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I don't. Uh, yeah, if it were Tony Stark, he would have like just built a suit out of the electrical system. <laughs> Here's um, some tuna fish and a match. Build an Iron Man suit. <laughs> okay. Oh man. So I am. Um, anyway, my whole thing is I think this movie would have been really good with a different actor. And I think def- that Mark Edward Ruffalo. Norton, yes. <laughs> but I think that Edward he's Norton, probably my favorite for the role. Yeah. I think you know. I think they should give him a try. I think they should give him a shot. <laughs> Uh, I think that this movie could have been wonderful. Uh, I love all the scenes of Edward Norton running around, uh, you know, jumping on rooftops and kind of doing the whole... I like the idea that he's been training as, like, trying to learn to run from these guys, even not as the Hulk. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been doing it for five years. He's like parkour master. It's a little bit of training time. And plus, like, that area of Brazil is... I mean, you saw it from the wide tracking shot. Like, that's a great place to go just parkour running. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's training ground. I just think that I love Edward Norton as an actor. I really do. And I think that he completely... It's like the definition of phoning in a role. 
Maybe. Well, I, I, would, I would disagree a little bit. Only because I think the way they wrote it, still going back to the early days of, of MCU, mm. they still, I think, were trying to go with this Hollywood concept of what he's supposed to be. And if jumping to the end of the movie, I won't give away a whole lot because I know we're going to do it in order as it goes, but you watch yeah. the animation. No, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Do the thing. We're, we're, we're covering these movies. Yeah. While thinking about where they result, what what, what is the later result? Of right. The movie? So this is a retrospective. Make Spoiler it all in there. Spoiler alert: Your Bruce Banner is Hulk. So. Oh um, shit! Really? <laughs> but you, well, I'm just gonna watch, drop that. <laughs> I'm watching him fight Abomination, right? And I'm watching his face as step for step for step, Abomination dominates that battle, which it should have been because he was the the season warrior. And the way they wrote this Banner slash Hulk the whole time, he's sad, he's scared, and that is reflected on the Hulk's face, which is never true in the comics, and I don't believe it's yeah. true for Ruffalo when they do it. Hulk comes out, no, his whole concept is smash. Anger, destroy, Hulk yes, can direct there is. Yes, and and you know, again, here, they did not deal with size. The angrier Hulk gets, the bigger and stronger he gets. He's yep. infinite in his growth and strength, whereas Abomination is finite. You know, he's... Interesting. I did not that, know that. But, um, well, maybe not infinite, but I do know that Hulk continues to grow as he rages, and they've Hulk done that with Ruffalo sounds, too. <laughs> Hulk just well, you know, at some point, they do balance mad. with the, the energy runs out, right? Hulk will pass out yeah. at some point. Yeah, okay. Uh, but if you watch, if you go back and watch uh, Age of Ultron, where Hulk Buster is fighting Hulk, he gets bigger and he actually gets stronger. I mean, as he, every time they focus in on his face, he does that anger thing. He comes back harder than he was coming before. Sure. And that's the concept in the in the comics that here I just go, God, he's just a sad green dude who's kind of tiny next to the abomination and and yeah. that's something that i think the mcu just almost rebooted if you will when they did hmm. avengers i definitely think they're allowing banner's personality to be reflected in the hulk yeah uh, which right. I, I, don't, I don't know how much that is canon of for the for the comics but it's not they're separate people basically yeah yeah and well, it depends on which line you're reading. At some point, Hulk hates Banner. You, they hate each other, and they're trapped inside of each other or whatever. Uh, but I do like where the Avengers movies went with uh, some of the main storylines. of, And even here, Hulk would always recognize Betty, right? There is a human nature inside of him, but the idea is this uncontrollable rage, which brings strength and invulner- almost invulnerability. Right. And they wrote this, this piece. Now, had Hulk been the way the 60s did him, and the way this movie did, where he's the sad doctor, this would have been the perfect Hulk movie ever. Ed Norton would have been perfect for this role because he he really did the whole run hide from the world, everything so well. Um, yeah, that I, I it just wasn't right to the character. I don't think. I mean, they wrote it wrong, is what I'm saying. And in writing it right, he would not be the right fit. Yeah, I I I don't I don't know if I completely agree, but I but I hear you I hear you. I really just hated Edward Norton. I think like Edward Norton, <laughs> Edward Norton is to blame for a lot of these scenes not working. Like just okay. if, if you're gonna go with a different version, like if you're not talking about how it is in the comics or like how it, um, like how it how you know how the movie could have been written differently. I think the way this movie's written could have been fine and could have worked for as, as an internal story, but the way that he plays some of these scenes, he like walks on screen and just says a line. It's it I felt like I was watching like high school theater. Uh, I don't know. I just I really hated Edward Norton in this well, movie. Okay. Well, you know, it does to, to your point, they, they do say you know, the best actors bring the most of themselves to the table. Jump into the movie uh Hawkman. Have you seen Hawkman? 
Uh, you mean uh, with uh, uh, you mean Birdman? Birdman. Birdman. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, Birdman. Birdman. My bad. Uh, but yeah, Birdman. He's just he really brings this amazing role to the Ama- screen. Yeah, there. he's amazing. But he's this asshole actor. <laughs> on screen, on screen. I mean, that's his character. He's this huge asshole. No, Absolutely. no, let's just do this. So you got to wonder a lot of himself to that. Is what you're saying? You have, you have to wonder. That was one of his best roles ever. You do have to wonder how much of that is in him. Maybe he is a bit of this guy who walks on the stage. And, no, no, I don't need to worry about huh. it. Just go. Let's go and do this. Maybe another another one of his favorite for me is uh, Fight Club, and yeah. he's like a whiny sort of existential. Like uh, I don't know, modern existential man with having this existential yeah. crisis. I wonder if that's that. Just so, he identified with that more. There was a lot more monologuing in Fight Club. Yeah. So yeah. maybe this is the this is the George Clooney problem. George Clooney made a brilliant Bruce Wayne, horrible Batman. Yeah. Well, you know, I just I think, think that he made. I think he didn't care about this movie. He did this movie for a paycheck, and I don't think he really delved into the character or tried to do anything more with it. I don't feel like he ever made a choice in this movie. He was just like, oh, that's my line, that's my mark. Walk in, say the line, say the mark. That's what it felt like to me. I can get with that, yeah. I'm going to go with it was writing. It was a writing problem, because one of the things that I noticed in the film, uh, especially in the first half of it, is most of the movie is wide tracking shots of him walking or running or whatever and music playing and no real dialogue to be really spoken of. Yeah, it definitely like called back to the 70s TV show. Oh, yeah. The, the, the whole first half of this movie is like, oh, he's that man on the run helping people as he goes. <laughs> Yeah, and like there's no there's no dialogue, there's no character building. It's just him going somewhere and them establishing where he is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just boring. Yeah, I I I I, I was interested by the overall plot and what was going on behind him, but I just couldn't get behind him. Uh, but anyway, we're, we won't solve this. We definitely disagree. I just find that I liked the plot. I liked the action. I liked where they went with it. Oh, I yeah. just um and, and man the other thing about this movie, uh, you have the other side of the coin, Blonsky, yeah. Tim Roth, is Brilliant. amazing in this movie. Yeah. What a he's, revelation. He's never not amazing in anything. That's true. Right. Tim Roth is always great. Um, and in this movie, he is the he's the protagonist in my mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> I watched the whole thing and I was like, oh my gosh. His descent into madness. Yes, it's so good. It was the, well, uh, it well, was the abomination origin story. It was. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. It was good. But again, I think there was some faulty writing there because compared to today. Today, we would absolutely see the hints and drips of, oh, I can see where this is possibly going. And you'd see the dominoes start to fall to say, oh, it makes total sense that now he's on this power trip and he wants to be the abomination. Well, he didn't want to be the abomination. He just wanted more. Now I got to fight this guy. When he started off chasing him, he was just a good soldier. And that whole scene where he's walking down the hall with General Ross going, I'm, I'm in this fight. I saw what I saw and I, I would like to do more. You know, mm-hmm. But it was still not this crazy power, oh, I want to fight this dude because he's the strongest in the world. It was just, I'm a good soldier and I'm not scared. Oh, I disagree completely. And then, I really? think from the, very, from the first time he sees him, he, he, he is, he is, his eyes are on fire to get in the fight. When he says... He says, I've been on missions before. Right. I've walked away from missions. I've seen men die, but it's just a mission. You move on to the next one. It's what we do. But I actually wrote down the line because I, I loved it so much. He says, I don't feel inclined to step away from it. Yeah. I saw this madness, and I don't feel inclined to step away. That's him saying, like, I am ready. 
I want to be this powerful. I think from the first shot, and and then they have that they have that scene where he's talking to Ross about. Um, he's like, how old are you? He's like 45. He's like, I'm 39. Like he's not 39. He's in his forties and he's a soldier. He's, he's, he's been, he's, he's, he's going downhill. And he says, if you could put me in the, in the body I was 10 years ago, I wouldn't want to fight that man. Um, and even, even before all of that, the first scene you get, the first line he says when he's taking that airplane in to meet Banner and he's looking at this like geek on with a clip on this clipboard. Is he a fighter? He says, is he a fighter? Like that's all I want. All I wanted a life is a good fight and i want to prove myself and huh. then from that moment on that's that's his, his origin story is so good he sees a, he sees an opportunity <laughs> to become a super soldier he gets it again he puts more in himself and then he goes he sees himself, uh, an opportunity to become like the hulk he wants that he's a power hungry fighter See, I read that scene differently. The same quote, same read the walk down the hall. I just read that as, I'm not afraid. I'm a good fighter. I'm a good soldier. Yeah. It wasn't until he got juiced the first time that I see that transition change to, ah, oh, and I'm going to run in. And he's getting orders. No, hold off. And he's, he gets frustrated. And I got to say, to that scene where he fights the Hulk, he gets kicked against the tree. Oh, that's yeah. an awesome scene. It's <laughs> oh, so brutal. That whole so, scene is what, that, that's one of the most memorable things about this movie for me is that the big quad fight scene yeah where there's just oh there's just so much in that scene that's so brilliant from a fighting perspective and it's the first time we get to see the super soldier and he fights his powers are very similar to Captain America's the way he's jumping and moving and moving quickly and dodging and using shields shields. yeah well he does he use a shield well he uses those uh, the The Hulk part of the Hulk iron yeah he was using the oh yeah I'm sorry I thought you were talking about the Hulk for a second oh sorry no no Tom (laughs) Bonsky yeah he fights very much like Captain America fights yeah when he's bouncing around the Hulk I was like that's a Captain America scene like it was almost like a proof of concept like this is what we can make a human look like they're doing (laughs) and it looked good I can see that it looked great and then later they they make Captain America of course and the way that he was running like when he was running faster than everybody that was great that was uh, fantastic yeah. yeah and it was it was right he's like he, he should have said on your left if he had said on your left <laughs> I <would've>, uh, <laughs> maybe oh so good but you know in there a sense of of disconnect watching this film compared to all the other mcus where it's like uh, okay i know it's a fantastical world of heroes but aside from the fact that we have swingers and climbers and jumpers, it's a real world based physics. It's real world based responses. There's a lot of stuff you can really connect to in these other movies. And this one still was grounded. Wow, science. one super soldier fights another super soldier and it's a little crazy. And there's nothing in there that makes me go, I live there. Hmm. You know? I don't know. That's, I, that's well, see, and I think that I, I would again say that's a failing on the the main two actors' part because the scenes you get that are that uh, they, they 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 ground it in a real world or like oh look at this restaurant they they tried they had this romance yeah. and they had this yeah, restaurant yeah. and they had this like that that was supposed to be the real people moments and they don't connect at all they feel wooden right. and awful and so I I would I would disagree that I don't think that's again the writing or directing's point well you could make a case for directing because it's it's the director's job to get a good performance out of their actors um, but <laughs> somebody should tell Josh Trank that um, well, well no, still considering this is still what the Technically, it's the second film in the MCU. Sure. And they yeah. were still... 
feeling their way out. What's going to happen? I mean, yes, Iron Man was big. What's going to happen next? Absolutely. I mean, we're, we have the advantage of sitting after Age of Ultron and after Ant Man. Phase two is done. Going back to see this, they were there going. We don't know if we have a future, and maybe they thought they were getting the best performance for what the sure. audience. Well, what, I think they couldn't leverage. Edward Norton was such a big star, whereas you had Robert Downey Jr. was a man who hasn't been in a big movie in 10, 15 years. At that point, yeah, yeah. And, and Edward Norton is a huge star. I was so excited when he was cast as, the, as, as Banner. I was so excited. I love Edward Norton. Oh, yeah. Um, and we, I think they didn't have the clout yet to leverage Edward Norton into a good performance. Iron Man hadn't been released, and so they were just happy to have him, and I doubt the director could like put his you know foot down and be like hey you got to give a good performance here like you've got to push <laughs> like he, he was probably like this is a comic book movie none of my real fans are going to see this i'm just going to yeah. do this yeah. get through it and i just think he did not ground this movie at all banner sucked uh, <laughs> Better sucked. Hulk for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Abomination movie twenty sixteen. Oh I have a theory, and it, you're gonna it's nuts. But <laughs> you've you've heard my, and it's probably purely based on my desire to see more Abomination, especially more Tim Roth in an MCU movie. Um, we know that in Civil War. Um. Wow, Jim. that is an amazing... I'm oh, sorry. You were <laughs> we know that in Civil War, General Ross is coming back. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that's been released. That General Ross is going to be in Civil War. I'm excited for that, because William Hurt was fantastic. I am, too. I've been saying for a while they need to bring Abomination back, especially having Tim Roth play him. In the comics, does Abomination transform back and forth, or is he just... No, he's all permanent. Just big. He's, uh, every every other gamma being is permanent. That's that, and that's they kind of hinted at that, right? Uh, three quarters way through the movie, when he's when Banner is getting the the antidote, mm-hmm. and they're they're past that moment. And it worked, and they're talking with the scientist. I never remember the character's Stearns. name. Stearns. Uh, yeah, Stearns. And he's like, oh, you know, we never had a. a a uh, test subject survive and say like, whoa, 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 they were getting myostatin primers. Yeah, so I, they definitely hinted a deeper universe. You could see they were building, mm. um, but were, yeah, every other gamma gamma verse. Yeah, yeah, you know, you could you could do a gamma verse just about. I mean, they had their own prison, right? It's uh, in the, the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The well, cube. This is this is part of my theory. So we know that Blonsky gets captured at the end, and they take him to the. What did oh. you say? The What's cube. up with that? The cube. Too, by the way, he's he's was it killing him. I thought it was a fringe. They go stop. But sure. well, how do you? But here's the re, here's the, the break from reality. You have two helicopters and a bunch of normal human people. What the hell are you going to do with him? <laughs> shield didn't sweep in. There's no tank buster truck yeah. to haul him. They do. What are you going to do with they him? They do give a shield nod in the movie. They yeah. say, they say oh, shield. Yeah. So I have Several feeling, shield nods. I have a feeling shield was brought in on, like, on this. In the opening sequence when they were establishing that it wasn't like a, an accident in the in the lab. It was like yeah. him testing it on himself. In that report. sequence, you see all the like the shield reports and oh, all the flaws awesome. and everything that's like that. awesome. I actually didn't yeah. notice that. Oh, so... I think that S.H.I.E.L.D. swept in, and we know for a fact from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that um, Abomination, they, they mentioned that Blonsky's at the fridge. I'm pretty sure it's the fridge. Um, which Hold is on. which is So that he's being held by S.H.I.E.L.D. somewhere. Um, so why does Iron Man go at the end to talk to General Ross? To make it obvious that it's part of the MCU. Agreed. But the consultant... Says, 
Don't you remember that one shot, the consultant? They were going to put a team together, but S.H.I.E.L.D. originally wanted the Abomination, so they wanted somebody to go to talk to Ross to get Abomination from Ross. Okay. And then Phil and uh, Sitwell said, we can't get Abomination. He's crazy. We can't have him on the team. Yes, So we need to get the consultant to make, like, to get him to not do it because he hates Robert, or he hates uh, Tony Stark. Interesting. So somebody is going to force him to say no. I do remember that. But here's the thing. Ross is going to be in Civil War. We know that Civil War is about registering and mm-hmm. causing people with abilities to be uh, to be wow. under the government's control. So what and what if we see this Tony Stark and um, and, a, and this, this, this Tony Stark and Abomination thing finally come to fruition in that Abomination comes in on the side of registration. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I've, we, got you, I've got you wouldn't better. Red Hulk? Red Are you Hulk. thinking Red Hulk? I am thinking, I'm thinking Red, Red Hulk. Hulk. I'm also thinking Arby's, but Red Hulk is good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Ross is Red Hulk, and Red Hulk, I, if I remember, he plays a, a somewhat of a role in Civil War. Um, I think you, he's, you saw Ross, he's in the Ross Thunderbolts. Hates, Ross hates Banner, period. There's never a let up on that yeah. in, in the, the book. So in his hatred for Banner, and Banner being a superhero essentially now, um, and uh, not having a ton of uh, Banner actually didn't have a big role in Civil War. Uh, he wasn't there. No, not really. Like at all. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, I haven't quite finished all hundred books. I'm, I'm most of the way through it right now. Uh, so that's why I was leaving room for to be wrong for myself. But Red Hulk, however, was, and I can see Ross in his anger doing the whole Gamma thing and becoming the Red Hulk in this particular movie. Maybe. Maybe not. Interesting, interesting. I actually did not know that Ross was the Red Hulk. Yeah. Cool. The, I think the the matter he gets, he lights fires around himself. Oh, shit. Like, he releases heat energy and it makes fires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's I, I've played video games with him, but I never knew anything about the character. I just knew... Well, you know, Betsy becomes... Uh, the Red She-Hulk. Red She-Hulk. Because they're so original in names, they even mock that. Really? <laughs> Red She-Hulk could they say something better? Really? So she's Red yep. She-Hulk. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. So 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 many Hulks. So Which many actually Hulks. plays into uh, Sin itself, but that's a whole new. They haven't announced that movie yet, so we won't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's in Phase Six. <laughs> oh God, that'd be too far away, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I thought it was interesting the way they opened this movie with the, you know, they've said they're not going to do origin stories anymore. So do you think this is how they will do origin stories from now on? Well, this is like the first one where they just kind of take advantage of the uh, the fact that they know, or well, they take the for granted knows. that the audience knows how the Hulk came to be. Like, that, that horse has been beaten to death 15 times over. Let's not go through it again. I don't know that it's been beaten to death that many times, but it's been beaten to death like four years ago on screen. Yeah. So they were just like, well, let's just do this montage. Do you think we'll get that with Spider-Man? Uh, maybe. I think if they're going to do any kind of origin with him, it's going to be flashbacks. Hmm. Interesting. Also, I was yeah. thinking about that with Doctor Strange. So they're saying they're not going to do an origin story. Is Doctor Strange story... Uh, it's definitely not well-known enough for right. them to tell it this way, but... If they're not going to do an origin, how are we going to get Doctor Strange origin and Doctor Strange's well, origin? I think. I think let's let's 
throw out origins for a little bit. You guys have said that on the show before. Essentially, not quite those words, but here's how I was introduced to Doctor Strange. I saw uh, a Marvel animation where I can't remember what the exact movie was, but it's basically Doctor Strange and friends chasing down these demons. No origin. No, nothing. I mean, everything I've seen in Doctor Strange has been, oh, now the Avengers have to go hide in his house. Well, who is he? He's this super badass magician, you know, uh, wizard, whatever you want to call him. the Sorcerer Supreme. I know, but you get to that, right? You don't know that going in. You know there's an <laughs> invisible house. I want to see that in this Doctor Strange. No origin. I don't need to know how he's got his powers. I just want to be, wow. He's been around cool. and nobody's called him? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's the thing. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. It'd be different. I, 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 I agree. I think with the cartoons, when someone's going to watch a Doctor Strange cartoon, or honestly any cartoon, even if it's like a child's cartoon, you're a little more, you're already suspending disbelief walking into a cartoon. When you're going to see a, a Hollywood movie, I think people expect, but definitely the general public, expects to sort of be brought into the world somehow. So maybe, maybe he already exists. Maybe we'll have something similar to like... Uh, I don't know. Like there'll be there'll be a character that doesn't know who he is. Who the has running to kind of we see through their their eyes or something. The running theory is that it's not going to be an origin of Doctor Strange so much as it is uh, the the coming into being Sorcerer Supreme, like taking yeah. on that mantle. Okay, so he's already a sorcerer. He's already Doctor Strange, fighting off demons, doing whatever. But then he, in this film, he becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. He gets the Eye of Agamotto and is the guy, basically. Okay, I still feel like that's still you're going to start out in a in a in a sorcerer world, and so I feel like they're going to have to do something to bring the general audience along with that. Especially yeah. e- even the even the Marvel fan, even someone who's a big Marvel Cinematic Universe right. fan, no, we don't know anything about this mystic shit yet. You know? Yeah. How, I mean, how about we do you're the best of both worlds? Bring him into the Defenders. And no origin story there. He's just doing his thing and this badass guy. Then in the movie that we know has already been announced, then you get a little bit of, of pre, pre-credit, pre <laughs> you know, pre-opening yeah. montage of this is how it happened and then, you know, let's go. By the way, that movie's about a year away. Yeah, that movie comes out the, at the end of next year. Yeah, you talk about it being announced. It's a year away. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. You know. Like November of this next year. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I can't handle it! <laughs> so much, so much Marvel, so much goodness. So, yeah, Fantastic Four. No. The Defenders are like... <laughs> they, they have a lot of That was not MCU. They cannot, they cannot be blamed. <laughs> I know. Like, we're, we're on the fall. Hulk. We're on the Hulk. We're, we're, we're going sideways here. Fox's fault. Now, they did Fox's take like fault. 20 minutes to get to the actual Hulk doing anything in this movie, which is another pre- or even called early day MCU issue. Hmm. Uh, you're Tony uh, Iron Man. Same way, right? So He gets out there. He's Tony Stark. Humvee blows up. He's in. The, I mean, he's twenty freaking minutes till Iron Man kicks out the cave door. Yeah, but same I don't, here. I don't mind that. I don't mind if, if it's a good yeah. origin story. I'm pretty happy to let the let the hero come later because if the alter ego is interesting enough, like Tony Stark is, then you, it doesn't matter. Sure. It doesn't matter when they show up. But I would make the argument that who doesn't know the Hulk. I mean, they didn't even do origin story in this. This is this was a spiritual no, carry on from the first movie, you know. Um, yeah, they it, definitely could have seen started cartoons. Sooner. You've seen stuff. Come on, they definitely could have started it sooner for sure. 
Um, but I but I don't mind that. My, the, I think the problem is watch Banner the movie is backwards. It's more action oriented. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just think that Banner is not interesting. So those first yeah. those first twenty minutes that it takes are labored twenty minutes. If it was yeah. yes. the, the first twenty minutes of of uh, of Iron Man are so good. And and it's you know it's it's longer than that before he gets in the suit. Yeah, but then in Iron Man there was action in the first five minutes. That's, yeah, agreed. True. Agreed. The like, first scene there's the Humvee and it blows up and then they they, they jump back and then they're like, wait a minute, we got to tell you about this guy real quick. Yeah, yeah. Which was awesome. like, here's why you care. Yeah, great. I, I, we we talked about it last week, but I, that movie was so good and so superior <laughs> yeah. to this one. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, like. It, it gets to the point in, in The Incredible Hulk where you're like, okay, okay, you've established that he's running. You've established that he has almost nothing to work with, that he's just kind of figuring it out. Yes, you did the bike tire thing with the weird, like, uh, the, the bike chain centrifuge thing where he's, you know, doing experiments or whatever with the flower. Like, I get that. He's bare minimum right now. You don't have to keep showing me everything. Yeah. Show me the Hulk. That's what I'm here yeah. to see. I want to see Hulk break shit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What? Uh, now, here's another thought, too. What if this was... You said Iron Man had not been released at this point when they were making this film. Right. That's right. So what if this was uh, an appeasement or an apologetic where they still weren't sure... Iron Man was MCU. I mean, through and through. There's very little audience appeasement. I mean, it was like, you thought that was comic book movies? No, this is a comic book movie. Well, it wasn't you know? an MCU. It was Iron Man. Iron Man right. is the MCU. Iron Man yes. came up with the formula that all of the other movies use. Yeah. It, it is the... You know, it's it's the it's the prototype, and they're like, "Oh, we can do this. This yeah. is so much better." But look at look at uh, uh, the timing, the, the the real world timing of it. They didn't know if Iron Man was going to be successful. I'm just saying, what if this was a more of the this is more like what the world thinks comic books should be like. So let's give this just in case Iron Man doesn't do well. What if they were making both of them and then just said, which one does better? Let's use that formula. Yeah, you, there's that too. Because if you look at it, Iron Man was funny. Iron Man was interesting and funny and quippy. And yeah. in this movie, there was almost no humor. I, I yeah. see. I, I, di- I disagree. That I think they were going for humor in a lot of cases. It just failed. It failed because Edward Norton sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, almost every funny line was an Edward Norton trying to be funny line, and like he's holding up a uh, a pair of pants to a woman's ass. Yeah, okay, that was enough. kind of funny. It was funny, but really mean. Like really. Yeah. That, yeah. That woman's yeah. Hulk sized. Let but me again. <laughs> while that was happening, there wasn't really any dialogue going on, and it was sad music. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. That was meant to be funny. That was meant to be funny. <laughs> it and was. There were a few lines. And that were so funny. was the, the whole like you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. That was really funny. I liked that line. <laughs> yeah. That was probably one of the better. Like it was a nice nod to the stuff without going too far. My favorite. And then he fed Lou Ferrigno later. So yeah, yeah. you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Oh, that's nice. But um, yeah. my uh, my favorite. Uh, my favorite humorous line was when he was like, all right, we can't use any of this stuff. And he dumps it all on the bed. And she's like, well, I need my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, my lip gloss, can they track that? You can, okay, you no, can you use can your glasses your lip gloss. and your watch. It's fine, it's fine. Yeah. 
Then he goes, well, we, okay, we can use most of this stuff, but just no credit card. So. <laughs> we get, I, I take it back. We can actually use most yeah. of it. Just these things that they can track. We got to, we that, don't even turn that on. That line cracked me up. That now was that's really a, good. That's a real world moment, though. You overreact, right? You're running. I mean, he's such yeah. a small world thinker because he's had to move fast. He's thinking, carry nothing. And she's like, but I need my stuff. I need my lip gloss. And he's like, no, you don't. This is Brazil yeah. now. You wouldn't like me without makeup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Red She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> but but there were some great scenes, right? All the Hulk, to me, all the Hulk scenes were awesome. Oh, yeah. All the, especially the, the, the quad fight. And then the Harlem fight was so brutal. It was so intense. There was so much just, just fury in it. Especially when um, yeah. when he was choking him out with the chain and like ended up ripping off part of the guy's arm, like ripping out the bone and then stabbing it into his chest. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, and that that was the kind of point I was making is you you wrote this sad Hulk and the abomination just trounced him until he got angry, right? Until the yeah. helicopter caught on fire, he he did his awesome sonic boom clap which yes. I, I was in the theaters i was so giddy they brought that out <laughs> and not only for, and from that moment forward they make him the hulk that we want yeah he's now angry now you done screwed up dude i, sh- I uh, should have said this earlier when you mentioned the heart rate thing mm-hmm. uh yes it's tied to heart rate apparently at least that's how he's tracking it but we never actually see him change except for through anger or I, you, they do that semi-sexy where they're making out and you hear the heart monitor. Do, 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 do. Well, see, He's like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. I can't agreed. do this. Like, we yeah, don't know if he actually would have changed. True. This we is true. We just know that he doesn't, maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he hasn't had a sexual experience okay. since. And maybe he's like, maybe I know my sense. heart rate's getting up. The, I, maybe this isn't a good idea. Um, yeah, just, just throwing that out there. It's just, I, I, I always have to fix canon. Um, I can't. Well, but they're also, but if you look, <laughs> I can't if deal you with, look I can't deal he's running. <laughs> he's running from the guys, and he does have to slow his heart rate down, right? He hides in a corner, and Tim Roth almost shoots him because he's getting his breath. He's doing the abdomen breathing thing. You see True. the heart runner go down, and then he moves, and he can't get shot. True. So, he's also probably pretty angry that they're chasing him with guns. and He looks it, scared more than anything. Yeah. I don't know. He also just saw General Ross, so he's probably pretty pissed off. Uh, I don't know. I, I think you're inferring. Well, I guess I'm inferring too. So I think at that point he had not run into General Ross yet. I think it was immediately after that is yeah. when he saw him. Still, uh, the government's chasing you. Yeah, I mean, he knows who's reason. behind it. Yeah, he's he's probably pissed off. But anyway, that's just a throw throwaway aside. Yeah, I just I hate when cannons messed up in the MCU. I have to somehow massage it. And it kind of it kind of bugs me a little bit when um, when he's in the the bottling factory before he changes the first time, and the guys are like starting to kick the crap out of him, and he's just like, "No, you guys gotta get out of here! You guys gotta get out of here! Something really bad is about to happen! Like, quit whining about it, Bruce. Just change." Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's where I do like the new Avengers Hulk. Where th- that was a great. I'm always angry. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> surprise. What's your secret? Let's see. I'm always. Angry. And they, ooh, they tie directly to that at the very end of this film. That's right. Where Ed Norton's meditating or whatever, and he brings his heart rate up on purpose. And you In see the, the house that Banner built. Yep. Have you seen? I was wondering if that was. Is that it? Is that the same one they used for Shield? Yeah, they mentioned that. 
Well, well, I know they mentioned well, it in Shield, but you know, they mentioned I, it in Shield. It's it's it, it's likely. Yeah. I think that's what they're they're pointing at. We don't actually I, see so. the layout of the of the house or whatever, but it's pretty likely that that's the actual house that Sky is in season two of. Yeah, I I hope because so, that's a really Shield. cool tie together. Yeah, I know they mentioned it. it, and I was thinking that might be it exactly. Yeah, that's, that, that's what that's what they're getting at when they mention it in Agents of Shield. That that's that same cabin. I mean, it looks the same. He's in the similar kind of wilderness. Yeah, um, looks very similar. Well, I called it before they said the house that Banner built. I was like, "Oh my god, that's the same cabin!" <laughs> You're a nerd. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. Nerd. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of great things here, but I, I do one of the things I really did like that they highlighted in this film was in the first Hulk, he's just this mindless monster. And this, which I—that's the part I didn't like. I was like, "That's—that's that's not him." That's I mean, never been the Hulk. He's rage, which overpowers everything. But he can think, he can reason. And the very first fight scene in the factory itself, he comes out of the shadows and looks at Tim Roth and just kind of huffs his nose and turns around and leaves. You know, and Tim Roth shoots him, so he turns around, flings a freaking a forklift at him. <laughs> he threw a forklift truck like it was a softball. Yeah, uh, but but the thing was. He knew that they couldn't do anything to him, so he was going to leave. But then they shot him and pissed him off more. Yeah, you know. And, and the, all <laughs> you the way to knew the this shield. was going to happen. How dare you? Yeah. Throw forklift. Uh, but they made him smart and, and intelligent. That was cool. Yeah, I man, I want the abomination back. I just think he's smart and intelligent. <laughs> he was smart, but he like the most. Uh, well, see, said, the abomination is in full control. He yeah, is exactly. Yeah, he is. Uh, um, I can't I lost the character's name, but he's that character's name just powered up. I mean, yeah, Emil Blonsky. I Blonsky, yeah. really, I just, I, I'm sad that he doesn't convert back into regular Tim Roth. I want Tim Roth back so much <laughs> for 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 this this coming Civil War movie. And I mean, I guess he'll probably if if they bring him back, it'll probably be a mocap. No, oh, yeah, uh, version of Tim Roth. But I really want Tim Roth back. He was the best thing about. He's the best thing about this Hulk movie by far. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, okay, I want to say if if Tim Roth and or if Banner and Blonsky were eh, whatever, but the Hulk abomination were great, right? So all the Hulk fight scenes where he has the shields and he, he's blasting off, where he he throws the shield at the sonic emitter. Oh, it's so which good. Was, I get. I, I've seen this movie a dozen times, and I forget about that every time. I'm like, oh, that's a badass. Yeah, <laughs> the fight scenes were great. The fight scenes were. Yeah. I, I honestly, every time Hulk's on screen, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. I, I really didn't have a problem with any point. Uh, where even the scene in the cave, like I'm fine. He's still just kind of like he's just kind of a monster. Like a, he's he's a beast in that scene. He's yeah. mad at the sky. Yeah, I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. You know, there were so many rumors and speculations when that movie came out. They were like, oh, my God, that thunderstorm where all the lightning's going on, that's that's because of Thor. Huh? Thor did that. <laughs> that's funny. And I, I was like, oh, then maybe. And then I watched Thor, and I was like, at no point is he anywhere near any of that. No. 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 Saddened. Saddened. <laughs> oh, well. Well, guys, how would you rate this movie? In the, in the, in the pantheon of MCU movies. It's hard to, because like, it's yeah. not as good as Iron Man, but it was still really good. It's just, it had it had a couple of key flaws in it, and like I don't want to rate it low for those, you know, couple of key flaws, but like, I also don't want to give it a whole bunch, because 
it's still not you know it's still not the pinnacle yeah so I want to call I, it like a 6.5 or 7 yeah I'd probably go lower than that I mean as a movie in general it's pretty yeah it's probably a 5 or a 6 it's like not not a horrible movie at all but it's not it's it's just so weak in some areas uh, but as for MCU and I've seen all the other MCU movies pretty recently uh, this is the worst MCU movie <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, and you have to have one, right? That yeah, doesn't make it a bad it. movie necessarily. Agreed. It just is not the best. Going back to when it was re- released, I'm going to give it, you know, like an eight because especially at the time, there was just nothing like it out there. The first Hulk got so panned, and so many people had because it's animated. I'm like, well, how else are you going to do it? That's our technology today. This is much better animation as far as the Hulk for sure. Uh, but I'll give you the caveat today of saying no. This is absolutely. The least of the movies in the MCU, there's definitely flaws, but it's still a very highly entertaining movie that that you just have to remember it's just a second MCU movie. Yeah, I it was done you, before the first one was released, so they really didn't know what they were doing. I think if you could have replaced uh, replaced Edward Norton and Liv Tyler because they were both god awful, uh, <laughs> this could have pulled out like a like an eight and you know eight or a nine like it it really lost a lot of points based on just those two if it was Mark For Ruffalo me. instead it could have been a lot better <laughs> yeah. Mark Ruffalo Scarlett Johansson is that who should have been in it uh, uh, I don't know about Scarlett <laughs> about Scar- Scar- Joe with the Scar- Joe. being Betty uh, yeah, I always want to see. I, <laughs> I want to see Val Kilmer be the Hulk because he'll just come out with a cowboy hat. I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, uh, Huckleberry smash! Ah, uh, Huckleberry. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Just keep in mind, it's 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 the early film. And but think I about am, it like this: at least it's still better uh, than Fantastic Four. It has a 67 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Fantastic Four has an eight. <laughs> Yeah. Have you guys seen Fantastic Four yet? Shut your mouth. No. I ain't giving them money. No. I'm just curious. I've I'm, heard. I'm probably just going to pirate it. I've heard it's awful. But yeah. I've heard it's still better than what they did with the last Fantastic Four movies. Well, okay. You could take a crap on a tin roof. It's going to be better than the last two Fantastic <laughs> sure, Four Sure, sure. How'd you ruin the Silver Surfer? I don't know, but they sure as hell did. Yep. And go, oh, man, Galactus. They really ruined Galactus. Yeah, Galactus is a yeah. big club. Uh, just any kind of, uh, and I know they know this now. We're not the first people to say this, but don't make things big clouds. Like it's so stupid. <laughs> don't make like you know. It needs to have a things. body. Yeah. Um, okay. Stick around for the name of show. Breaking the panel. Breaking the panel. Sorry. First time learning knowing about it. This is um, true. I didn't warn you ahead of time. My fault. No, all good. Um, I wouldn't have remembered anyway because I'm a horrible person and host. Um, I'm actually really bad at this. I'm just really good at talking. <laughs> Don't tell Charles. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm bad at this again. <laughs> um, stick around after our little uh, little little spiel here uh, and plugs, so you can hear the sneak peek of af- uh, breaking the panel. <laughs> After the midnight breaking panel time, (laughs) bad. Walter White, Heisenberg. (laughs) What? Breaking the panel after this word from your Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. 
And a special thanks to all of our subscribers at patreon.com slash mcucast. You make this show possible. And a huge shout out to both, that's right, there's two of them now, Illuminati tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III and Lieutenant Bongo. Thank you guys. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv. 